Welcome to Lay's Little Golden Books. I hope you kids enjoy the story, and maybe the grown-ups will remember today's story from their own childhood. Frances Hodgson Burnett's A Little Princess Retold by Andrea Posner Sanchez Adapted from A Little Princess, first published in the United States by Charles Scribner's Sons in 1905. A Little Golden Book. Sarah Crew was just seven years old when she went on a long journey with her father. They traveled all the way from India to England, where Sarah would attend Miss Minchin's school for girls. Here we are, Sarah, said Captain Crewe, making his voice sound as cheerful as possible. But Sarah could not hide her sad feelings. Captain Crewe was going to miss his little girl very much. Ever since his wife had passed away years before, it had been just him and Sarah. Before sailing back to India, he bought her fancy clothes, fine books, and a beautiful doll that Sarah named Emily. Sarah quickly made friends with a girl named Ermengarde. She made other friends, too, by telling the girls wonderful stories. One day, Sarah noticed someone else listening, a girl with dirty clothes and a smudged face. This girl was not a student. She worked at the school, hauling coal and scrubbing floors for Miss Minchin. The servant girl's name was Becky. Even though it was against the rules, Sarah often invited Becky to her pretty room to hear more stories, have some food, and get warm by the fire. Sarah's kindness made Becky very happy. Once I was standing in the street and I saw a real princess, Becky told Sarah. You remind me of her. Sarah wondered what it would feel like to be a princess and do good things for people. I think I will begin pretending I am a princess, Sarah said. One afternoon, there was exciting news for Sarah. Captain Crewe had sent a letter describing the work he was doing with an old friend. They planned to dig mines and search for diamonds. If they were successful, Sarah and her father would be as rich as royals. Then, on Sarah's 11th birthday, she received another letter, one that changed everything. Sarah was told that Captain Crew had never found the diamonds. He had become very ill and passed away. Suddenly, Sarah had no family, no money, and no place to go. You are like Becky now, said Miss Minchin. You must work for your living. Miss Minchin took away Sarah's beautiful clothes. She moved Sarah out of her lovely bedroom and up to a dreary room in the attic near Becky's room. The bed was hard, the wind howled through the window panes, and rats scurried across the cold, bare floor. Sarah tried to find things to make herself happy. Watching the sparrows hopping around on the rooftops, Sarah felt as if she had the sky and the world to herself. Gazing at the attic windows in the empty house next door, she hoped someone nice would move in so they could visit each other. One day, Sarah had a big surprise. A monkey came in through her window. A man named Ramdas quickly climbed in to retrieve him. He'd recently moved into the house next door along with a gentleman from India 
who was searching for the daughter of an old friend. When Ram Dass got back home, he told the gentleman all about the girl, who looked like a beggar, but spoke and acted like a little princess. It was hard being a servant. Sarah was often cold and hungry. Even then, Sarah decided she would always remain a princess on the inside. She found money in the street one day and used it to buy six buns at the bakery. Sarah planned to eat them all until she saw a girl who looked even hungrier than she was. Sarah gave the girl five buns and kept just one for herself. That night, Sarah was pleased to have a visitor in her room. Ermengarde had brought a hamper of food to share with Sarah and Becky. Let's pretend it's a fancy party, cried Sarah, decorating the table with Ermengarde's shawl. But before the pretend princess feast could even begin, the girls heard loud, angry footsteps on the stairs. Miss Minchin burst into the room and took everything away. Sarah, you'll have no breakfast or dinner tomorrow, she shouted. Sarah cried herself to sleep. When she awoke, she discovered a rug on the floor, a new quilt on the bed, a warm fire in the grate, a table covered with food and a pile of new books. A note read, To the little girl in the attic, from a friend. I have a friend, whispered Sarah. She rushed to get Becky. It's not a dream, Sarah told her. Everything here is real. The magic has come and done it. More surprises continued to arrive. Sarah was feeling happy and healthy for the first time in years. One night she heard a strange sound. She opened her window and saw her neighbor's monkey on the roof. Sarah coaxed him inside and carried him safely to his home next door. Ram Dass greeted Sarah and introduced her to the gentleman from India. Mr. Carrisford was pleased to finally meet her. He asked her many questions. Soon he realized that the little girl who lived in the attic was the very girl he'd been searching for. Mr. Carrisford explained that Captain Crewe had been his friend. Like Sarah's father, he had also become ill while searching for the diamonds, but he had recovered. And then he'd found millions of diamonds. That was when he'd vowed to find Captain Crewe's daughter and take care of her. I have been looking for you for two years, the gentleman said. And I was at Miss Minchin's all this time, Sarah said in a whisper, right next door. Sarah never went back to Miss Minchin's. She had a home again, and people who cared for her, and more money than she could imagine. Becky had a new home, too, when she came to live with Sarah and Mr. Carrisford. Not long after, Sarah made a visit to the bakery she'd gone to when she was starving. She asked the baker woman to always offer buns to any hungry children who stopped by. Then please send the bills to me, she said. Rich or poor, Sarah was happy when she was able to help others, just as a princess would. The End